If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. So Jill, I've got a question for you. I know, you know, we were both English teachers back in the day, and I'm curious if you ever had a lesson where you were able to make grammar exciting. <laughs> Ooh, grammar was my research. Did you, I don't know if you knew that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's my right. master's yeah. thesis was published in the English journal in 2011. Uh, I did an empirical study on connecting grammar with metacognition and how traditional grammar worksheets are not the way to go because you can't transfer the knowledge back into writing. So there's, there's kind of a miss between, uh-huh. between a uh, grammar and isolation and then student and adults actual writing pieces. So my research was about, uh, it was qualitative and it was a coding of student data about how do you get the grammar lesson to show up in their writing pieces. And the key was student self-reflection. So asking students, which mistakes do you make most often? Why do you think you make them? And how do you advocate for fixing those errors and then working backwards so that those become the direct grammar instruction that those kids need. So very personalized learning. However, uh-huh. so it's not exciting. It wasn't fun, but they, they I, well, learned more than the exciting to me and you, but I mean, exciting to students. <laughs> oh, I mean, they were very engaged with me because they actually heard me asking them like, what is uh-huh. your grammar mistake you make? Because yeah. my job as a middle school teacher was to send them off to high school, being able to self-advocate for what they yeah. need in order to be successful writers. So yeah. that is also assuming that a foundation is laid. So they came to me with some sort of grammatical foundation And it was me then tweaking my lessons based on who needed what. Okay. I remember in teaching junior high, doing a lot of projects, like they, they would do, um, descriptions. I I gave them a bag of Legos and I said, you build something and then describe the instructions of how to build it. Or we're going to go to the cafeteria or the playground and you're going to write instructions or develop instructions. They could tell the instructions or they could write the instructions of how to get from one place to another, things of that nature. Yeah. You could do creative things like that in, in middle school. And today's idea actually comes from an elementary school teacher. I'm not quite sure how this would translate to, um, to high school. So I'm going to be really curious. Yeah. (laughs) 
great. <laughs> I'm really curious to hear what you'll say about that, Joel. So this is from Danielle Ionelli, and she's um, she's a fourth and fifth grade teacher at St. Viator Elementary School in Chicago. And she has she just has the most creative ideas. She's the most fun. We could do lots of podcasts about her. Okay. But today we're going to talk about the fourth grade adjective fashion show. <laughs> what? I want to go. We need an invitation. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it sound like fun? So what she does, this is a final assessment for their study on adjectives. And this is with her fourth graders. So she said she, she's been teaching adjectives according to, you know, the, the archdiocesan standards and through a combination of several different resources and, and all, you know, all the things. So, you know, all the grammar mm -hmm. studies, but then for the final assessment, the kids get to create create an outfit at home and write a vivid description of it using, using all the different types of adjectives that they've learned. And then she provides the assignment description. She provides a rubric for what is expected, meaning all the different types of adjectives that they have to include in the script. And then they write the script and come to school dressed in their outfit and everybody walks the red carpet and the teacher is the announcer and she talks on the mic and she reads their script and all of the other students who are sitting there watch, they all get a turn, right? But if you're sitting in a seat and you're watching, you have to make a tally of how many adjectives you've heard as the students are doing their red carpet walk and while their script is being read. So how much fun is this? Colleen, I want to be in her fourth grade class. I, I know. want to visit her fourth grade class. I want uh -huh. to grade those. I want to watch it. I, this could be a whole YouTube channel. I feel oh, like this is a reality show. I, I want to watch. I it. absolutely think she should have a YouTube channel. If she doesn't already, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Amazing. She was telling me about sentence surgery. They do sentence surgery right, in her class too. Another episode. <laughs> no, we're staying on this one. Fashion show. Fashion show. Grade. Let's focus on the and, fashion show. And they're the perfect age for it because it's still goofy. It doesn't become. Um, angsty teenager kind of right. stuff. This is, this is the perfect age because you're developing your writing and you're developing your vocabulary and you're still recognizing adjectives from other parts of speech. So I think she hit a sweet spot of what would engage fourth graders. I actually wouldn't even mind being the parent in this scenario because sometimes you have to help with projects and this doesn't seem impossible to do. I don't have to sew anything together. I just have to provide no. some creative, creative clothes around the house. This is great. Yeah. And if you think about too, in Catholic school, I mean, most Catholic schools um, still wear uniforms. Yes. Right. And to be able to come to school and express yourself in the outfit that you picked out yes. to provide that script. And now it's also, so, you know, there's a couple of different standards being hit here though. So if you think about they're using different types of adjectives. She has a rubric. You have to use all these different types of adjectives. So they have to put them in the script and then they have to write the script mm -hmm. and then it is read out loud to everyone. So, you know, maybe it's not them doing the public speaking, but when you write something and then it is broadcasted right. to a group of people that, you know, that's a big deal too. So polishing that writing and having it published mm -hmm. that way, I think is great, especially for that, for that age. This could translate older. You would probably just do something a little different. Like you're, maybe you are uh, creating animation of something and doing mm. the same kind of exercise of adjective, adverb, word choice. Uh, you could put parameters on, parameters on this and still deep dive into parts of speech by saying, 
uh, you have 90 seconds to describe or animate something with a 90 second script with as, with, with as many uh, unique adjectives as possible uh, yeah. to try to get the, um, your more mature writers. So once you get to middle school, high school, they use a lot of cliche writing words, uh, phrases and words. So you could build that rubric based on unique um, style or, you know, finding words that still fit, that have the correct connotation. It could be about, it could be a study on connotation and whether, cause you could go to a thesaurus and pick out the wrong word because you don't sure. understand the vocabulary enough to know that you're using it in the wrong context. Yep. Um, that comes up a lot at home because I have international kids in my house. So like you can, you can think, you know what a word means, but until you realize how to use one word to replace another one is all about like a cultural underlining there about connotation. Uh -huh. So I think you can adapt this. It would be beyond, uh, it's beyond identifying an adjective, but you could do this concept, uh, with different, uh, curriculum standards all the way, all the way up, all the way up. Sure. Yeah. Because, you know, and I, I think about the times that I did a final assessment, I, and I think that that's key here, that this is a final assessment. So mm -hmm. I, how many times did we give the adjective test right. or, you know, the adjective quiz, or we wrote, it was the descriptive paper or, you know, but being flexible about assessment is so critical. Mm -hmm. And this is just a really good example of if they've done all of the, if they've covered the standard, they've, you know, done the work in the classroom and this is the final thing and it's fun and it's exciting. And it really does put into practice all of the things that they learned. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and thinking about that all the way up to trying to think about in high school, I mean, I've had students do descriptive speeches, right? Descriptive papers, do a recording even mm -hmm. of, you know, describe something. And then, you know, we have to guess where you are or, you know, something of that nature. So right. yeah, there are a lot of ways to adjectives are just fun. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this yeah. is great. I love it. Love it. All right. Well, that is the bell and we are going to head back to class. So thanks for the energy boost as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We will see you next time.